0: Get right to our next guest david nelson's with us chief strategist at bell point asset management david thank you so much for being with us so we're in the middle of earnings season we have 60 names reporting this week what are your thoughts what should investors be watching
1: We came into the year uh, pretty challenged you know we already had a fed that was gearing up to, to start an interest rate hiking cycle you have a very frightening war coming out of the Ukraine uh, you know putin is trying to do a full geopolitical reset taking us back 30 years and you got an inflation cycle, you know, maybe the hottest in in 40. So I think right now we're probably in the early stages of retesting that uh, February 24th low. We got an earnings season right now that's probably less than what people expected.
0: So at this point now, if we're gonna be retesting lows, because stocks are basically at one month lows, um, are there any sectors or places to hide or park your money? Is it more about stock picking? Because I know you have some specific names for us. Or are there themes that seem to be working?
1: I, I think you have to take what the, what the market is giving us. And, and you know maybe a, a factor, I'm a quant, so a factor that is working very well right now is free cash flow. I would look to those sectors and those stocks that are actually providing that. And you have to start with energy. It's right there. Uh, even at these levels, unless oil starts to fall sustainably below $80 for a period of time, a lot of these companies are generating significant free cash flow. You could look to a name like Pioneer Natural Resources, which I think I brought on the show uh, in the past. Even at these levels, it's a 12 percent free cash flow yield. And uh, the commodity sector, obviously, that's very, very hot right now for good reason. But the free cash flow yields there are quite high as well.
0: So when you look at some of these names, right, you mentioned Pioneer. You also have uh, KLAC, right, KLA 10 and cows. Um, Tell me about the other names as well.
1: Well, uh, KLAC, I'd, I'd like to talk about that a second because it's in, in, in in technology, which is particularly challenged in part because of the exposure to, to Taiwan, but uh, and and to China, but the the real factor there for a company like KLA is the free cash flow yield. And there's a lot of names within the technology sector that generate a plus five percent free cash flow yield. On ETFs, if you're looking in that direction, look to Pacer uh, U.S. Cash Cows C O W Z. This is an ETF that focuses on nothing but free cash flow. Uh, The Russell 1000, the highest free cash flow yields in the Russell 1000, a hundred of them. It's up 6% year to date in a market that's down more than seven. So obviously it's a metric that's working right now.
0: Right, overall. And so you also, you know, we always used to talk about the 60-40 bond split and that being a recipe of a way to really develop and, and keep a portfolio in check. What about now?
1: I think that's the challenge right now, and I think investors are gonna be forced to rethink their 60-40 matrix. Right now, bonds are correlating with stocks, and it's just the opposite of what you want your risk-off asset to do. You don't want stocks and bonds trading together. Uh, certainly not when both are going down. A lot of bond investors and conservative investors are in shock right now because their bonds are going down faster than their stock portfolio. So you're going to have to think outside the box, look to other asset classes. We've mentioned two, energy and commodities. You could look to areas like managed futures. And yeah, I get it. They're up a lot, but that's what a bull market looks like. Give Take what the market is giving you, and they're giving it to you right now.
0: Right, ultimately. And then... Um, When you think about what we're watching here from the Fed, I mean, what would you suggest that the Fed does to make some good moves and a soft landing?
1: The soft landing's going to be really, really tough. If they can pull that off, they're Houdini. Uh, Look, everybody's expecting 50 basis point move. They'll likely got to go above neutral for for a period of time to knock this inflation out. A lot of talk about that we're at peak inflation, it's a possibility, and I think the Fed would like to, to stick that landing well, but there's no evidence of it. If, if, it's, if it's peaking right now, then why is the energy complex and the commodity complex screaming? We have to assume the worst.
0: How about it, what would be the best?
1: The best would be that it is peaking right now, that uh, we get the demand destruction. It'll be painful we maybe we're already starting to see it you know certainly when you walk you know you pull into the gas station that's a, that's sticker shock and it might make you rethink that that travel that you were going to do that 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 drive you were going to do uh, but you're getting it at the you know at the wholesale level and in, in the grocery store these are things that have to be corrected or just starts to 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 run out of control the fed understands that and uh, they're going to push this as far as they have to to uh to avoid their, you know, Volcker-like moment.
0: Yeah, understood. David Nelson, nice to see you, chief strategist at Bell. Thanks
1: so much for having me, Nicole.